anything else you'd like to say about Catholics before I like make this the cold open? Dude, like I want your votes. We agree on natural law, but look, there's a reason stare decisis sucks. And it's the same reason why sacred tradition sucks. Okay. Stick sola scriptura. All right. Martin Luther got it right. John Calvin got it right. Excluding the men he had murdered. We, we do not condone that, but Hey, at least we gave Galileo a chance. Y'all can't say that. Oh, the prime minister. What a good idea. I move we take the speaker's words down. Mr. President, catch this. The point of order is sustained. I rise today to begin to filibuster. America, reach for the stars. We are human together. The best in America. I might have got here on my own. Howdy and welcome back to This Is News. I'm Reem Mayhem, joined, as always, by Sergeant-at-Arms Jack Shields. Jack, how are you doing this week? Busy times, busy times, waiting for QAnon to storm the Capitol again. Uh, And just real quick, my apologies to any QAnon listeners. Um, I don't know what happened. The the plan was foolproof, I was told. We should have arrested all the lizard pedophile billionaires. I don't know what happened, but rest assured, I'm sure that this is just Trump's 4D chess and pretty soon he will be the legitimate president again, and we will get all those lizard pedophiles, I, I assure you. Reem, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jack. Um, that's right, folks. There's a different president now, so... Yeah, that's Last right. four years, we'll make so many history classes. I can't. I hope to teach one, honestly. It's going to be great. But yeah, yeah, it's a lot. A lot happened. There was the inauguration this week. Uh, Reem, uh, why don't you give us your thoughts on the inauguration and how you thought Biden did that day? Yeah, you know what? Honestly, I thought it was a good speech. Um, it was a unifying speech. It was light on policy, heavy on patriotic unifying, saying that we need to take the temperature down in this country on politics. You know, maybe this idea that like, I don't know, culture war isn't everything. Hey, um, hey, sh- shut up. Reem spouts lies. That's right, folks. We are like two minutes into this thing and we're already on this. Um, Yeah, you know, I thought it was fine, Jack. But yeah, I thought the speech was great. Actually, like to be quite honest, I thought it was one of his better speeches that he's done. If we're if we're being completely honest, especially. I mean, that's not a very high bar. Like, say what you will about Biden. He's a, he's not a crazy, like, communist. I don't hate him, but... And he's, like, a good guy. He's not Churchill. He's not Churchill. He's not Christ on Mount Sinai, okay? He's, let's get through three sentences and call this a win. So for him, it was, it was an all right speech. But yeah, keep going. All of your thoughts on it. 
yeah, I mean, that's really that's really where I'm at. I thought the speech was good. I'm told Lady Gaga did a good job singing the national anthem. Dressed that part. as a Hunger Games citizen. Like, um, legit, it looked like she was going to start pulling out two names from each state, and we were going to fight to the death. Here's what I know is Bernie Sanders showed up. Bernie Sanders had stole the show <laughs> and Bernie Sanders is what everyone on Twitter is talking about. And while I understand Twitter is not real life, it's kind of funny. Honestly, so... Bernie stole the show for anyone. I wish we had visuals on this podcast at this point. If you haven't seen it, go look up all the memes. The The best one, it definitely showed him sitting there and it was like nine 30 run errands 11 joe's thing to go to post office <laughs> yeah he had this envelope with him and i'm not sure what was in the envelope and it's the same jacket did you catch this it's the same jacket from the i'm once again asking you yes. like bernie yes. bernie i just said that biden's not a crazy communist bernie is a crazy communist but at least he gives us memes and i think Look. that everyone can unite under the humor of memes Jack, he owns one jacket, and it's a good jacket. Why does he need another jacket? Why does he need three houses? <laughs> well. There are questions to be asked. Yeah, and then there was good. a very good poem. There was that, too. Yeah, I'm told the poem was good. I don't know. I I, I, I had class. Jennifer so. Lopez gave a very weird, very weird uh, series of songs. It was a bunch of patriotic ones mixed in with Let's Get Loud. It's I listened not... to Garth Brooks. That was exciting. <laughs> oh, oh, I saw the best tweet on that was Garth Brooks does show up to a black tie event with boots. Like he he does do that. We have it Texas, on the now. Texas t- Tux, I think is Texas Tips, maybe? I don't, I I don't remember. I don't remember what it's called. Texas Tales? That sounds right. Hold yeah. on. Let's... What? Jack, you can go ahead. I'm I, I'm I'm so I'm confused good. about what's happening right now. I have so many more thoughts than Reem. Probably because I'm angrier than Reem about all this. I'm not I'm not excited no. about Joe Biden as president. Now I will say real quick, Joe Biden is your president now. Kamala Harris is your vice president. All right. They they are my president. And my vice president, I'm not going to join some crazy resistance and claim that they're not because it was stupid when the left did it and worth mockery. So don't do the same thing looking at Wait, you. So your publisher at Lone Conservatives was wrong to say that y'all are the resistance now. Can I get this on the record here? My publisher at Lone Conservative clarified in the Cassie Dillon article at Daily Wire, which you should all check out because both the founder, Cassie Dillon, and Lone Conservative are great, that when we mean resistance, we actually mean opposing them at an ideological level while still loving the country, not melting down and throwing fits. So when I say we shouldn't be, when I say we shouldn't be the resistance, I don't mean we shouldn't resist bad policy. I mean, we shouldn't be crying outside as the president sworn in as the Democrats did and run around with genitalia hats, which I think that based on our article, Cassie Dillon would agree with, but um, don't don't ever insult lone well, conservative. That's Jack. I think the chair that. of the Republican Party of Texas might disagree with it, but that's a well. Another time we hate him, and I don't know lone conservative's stance. I can't speak for them, but Alan West is hot garbage. But anyway, I have I have many thoughts. As I was saying, like we're not going to freak out and claim not my president for four years. He is your president. You have been commanded by God to pray for him and obey him. Do it. Now, 
the inauguration, it was kind of a nice speech. Uh, he, he mentioned unity a lot. I, if you, as you know, if you've been listening to the podcast for more than five seconds, I love a good uh, discussion about scripture. So I enjoyed all the biblical references. And whereas Donald Trump quoted Bain in his inaugural address, uh, Biden is quoting uh, St. Augustine. So I appreciated that. And I, I appreciate the calls for unity. I don't believe he will unify the country, but he hasn't done anything too crazy yet. He has a chance to unify. I pray that he will follow through on his word and that he will actually do it. Now, there were a few things about it that about this speech that I did not like. Well, first, I have to reference the Democrats who are claiming that we toppled a dictator on Twitter are idiots. We did not topple a dictator. We had a kind of crazy president who we endured for four years and voted out through our democratic process. He was like no... dictators is harder to do than this. Yes. It's kind of an insult to Just... people in actually oppressed countries to claim that we're oppressed. But uh, the things about Biden's speech that I did not like, you can tell the direction that he wants his administration to go. He said that we were enduring or having an awakening of racial justice 400 years in the making. And that date is not a mistake. If you do 400 years, you get very or approximately to 1619. You mean when the first slaves in, came to the United States? Yes, which ties into the 1619 Project's idea Does it? that we have not solved racism. For the past 400 yeah. years, we have been suffering at the exact same level that we were in 1619. It has just gone underground and changed, as I believe the Brookings Institute put it uh jim crow became james crow esquire they always claim that it's a major problem it hasn't improved at all and unless we revamp american society throwing out our foundations it'll continue to get worse biden says that he wants to pursue racial justice which is ridiculous there's only justice says that white supremacy is a major problem i agree that white supremacy is bad I'm just a little concerned because if we're going off the past comments of the vice president or of the former vice president, uh, Mitt Romney could be thrown into that group. So I you mean the president. Yeah, he is the yeah, president yeah. now. But when he was vice president, he was saying okay. that. Uh, so I think by racist, he means disagree with me. And that's where I get a little worried about I it. Think. So we'll, we'll see what he does. I, I'm very concerned that the next four years of his administration are going to be just drowning with identity politics. And I, I think that his actions the last few days have validated my concern about that. And then, oh, the last point I will make on this subject before we move on is his hypocrisy, his major hypocrisy at that inauguration. So I, I like leaders leading by example. It's, uh, yeah. it's what Jesus did. It's what I think every good leader should do. It's a, it's a good thing to do. So Joe Biden's been very big on wearing masks. I agree. Joe Biden signed an executive order saying that you cannot wear masks or, or no, sorry, that you have to wear masks on federal property. All right. That's totally within his power. Totally constitutional. Good on you. He then immediately proceeded to go on to federal property without his mask and with his family not wearing masks. And when he got called out on it by the media, his press secretary went, well, he was just celebrating. So you peasants, you have to wear masks. But if our if our elites want to go party it up without masks, they're they're more than willing. It has the same vibe as uh, lifting the restrictions for uh, 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 Representative Lewis's funeral. It's just you, you got to play by the rules and you got to lead by the example. And I wish that Biden wouldn't uh, or would. But what do you expect from a 40 year uh, politician? 
So, Jack, are you are you saying that unitary executive theory is still alive and well, even in the Joe Biden administration? Yeah, it's it's pretty alive. Okay, Great. it's um. I mean, how many executive orders was it on the first day? Nineteen. Well, that's pretty normal, but like the like the president can do what he wants because he's the president. Yeah, that that is pretty normal. That's a bit of an oversimplification, but like. And then watching the media just like melt over him was a little annoying. Like what what bothered me kind of though the biggest thing was there was this article talking about how Jill Biden's going to bring fashion back to the White House. Say what you will about Donald. But Melania was a freaking supermodel. She is the best looking, best dressed first lady we've ever had. So no, Jill Biden will not be bringing fashion back. Fashion just left. I think the headline was American fashion. And I think that's because Melania. No, it was fashion. European fashion. She's she's an immigrant. But um, no, it was literally that she's bringing fashion back and they obsessed over her wearing blue. It's the exact same shade of blue that Melania was wearing at the inauguration. But on that, I will note real quick, absolutely pathetic of uh, President Trump, former President Trump has a nice ring to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Former President Trump for not showing up to the inauguration, the peaceful transition of power that has been a cornerstone of our republic since the election of 1800 is perhaps the most crucial aspect of keeping our republic going and the city on the hill lit um the fact that he would disgrace it as he did on january 6th and then do nothing to improve the situation or the bare bare minimum is absurd uh, good on vice president pence uh, a great man showed up there gracefully handed power to the opposition party and was able to show that even when we disagree we're, we're all americans something donald trump and his future patriot party seem unable to comprehend yeah, huge congratulations to the Democratic Party for getting Donald Trump to openly float a third party idea. Yeah, and if you conservatives, if you think that the Patriot Party is a good idea, first good of idea. all, going down the path of QAnon and conspiracy theories is insane. Donald Trump lost. He did not get enough votes. He lost the Electoral College. Every judge who he appointed, okay, threw this out for being ridiculous. Don't follow QAnon's lies. Pursue truth. Pursue righteousness. Don't pursue that vile sinfulness. And on that, the queen of QAnon, Marjorie Taylor Greene, is already trying to impeach Biden as we talk about the inauguration. Mm. This is stupid. As I have held the entire time, much to Reem's dissatisfaction, although I think he'll agree in this case, impeachment cannot be political. It cannot be political. I get that your base is pissed that Biden is president. I'm not too happy about it myself. I'm not happy at all, to be quite honest. The only thing that makes me happy about Biden being president is it means Harris isn't. That's the only good thing about it. But he has done nothing impeachable yet. He has done, and more importantly, he has done nothing that would make the Democrats willing to impeach, and it must be bipartisan, and until it is, I don't want to hear this crap. Please resign in disgrace before I rise in the party and primary you out of existence. So I'm glad you're holding on to that standard, Jack. Um, real impressed that's still still alive and well. I've changed since I was eight. Eight-year-old me would have been like, yeah, impeach Obama. Um, yeah, I mean, impeachment, in my opinion, is political. But, like, impeaching someone for becoming president? It's both. Does it? Like, yeah, Congress has the right to do it, but like... I I guess what she's trying to say is that the Trumpian right is pro-parliamentarian systems. She's just like, let's make... Which really 
like if we want to do that, like yeah, like let's no, go. no, Parliament let's have a prime sucks. minister and a president. Like let's do I it. I thought you were about but, to say and a king, and I was going to once again reach through the Zoom and just choke you. Um, look, I'm all for like a state adopting a parliamentary system. I think that'd be great. Okay, we already have Nebraska looking ridiculous with their one one body congress unicameral yeah. yeah i forgot what that word was okay so jack i'm going to actually you you know i don't enjoy media criticism right it's not not my cup they of were comparing biden media. to god i think we can um, criticize them a little bit i'm here to criticize jacobin magazine jack the, the the following is an interpretive reading where i'm reading and then adding some commentary of Two paragraphs from a recent article. Wait, real Jack quick. Man. Did they pick that name based on the French Revolution? Yes, Jack. They think they were the good guys? Yes, Jack. Oh, wow. They're crazier than I thought. And I knew they were socialists. Um, so, Jack, these are two paragraphs from Jacobin. This is... Yeah. Um, I, hope you're, I hope you're ready for this. I am so ready. QAnoners are correct about a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Recent revelations like those surrounding the Jeffrey Epstein scandal indicate that a lot of wealthy elites are, in fact, members of a pedophilic cabal. More importantly, though, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> which is always a great phrase, to realize that much of the world has gotten worse for millions of people as a direct result of forces beyond their control. Because, you know, Jack... <laughs> the expansion of capitalism has certainly not lifted billions of people out of abject poverty around the world. I know when I look at my iPhone and tweet about how much capitalism sucks that I, I totally get it. I understand. All right. So that's the first paragraph. It gets better. Yes. Socialists have some big advantages over an anonymous 4chan, 4chan account. <laughs> Not only do we have explanations in a political program that addresses QAnoners' legitimate concerns. That's right, Jack. They're trying to turn the QAnoners into socialists. But we also have reality and the honesty and humility to admit that while we don't have all the answers, because they have none of the answers, we aspire to build a system that is democratic and just because, you know, if anything is democratic, it's centrally controlled economies. That is honest, see above, and cultivates the better angels of our nature, see above, so that our world, see above, and indeed humanity itself, see above, can become good, see the USSR and how socialism worked there. Jack, hear me Jacobin out. Hear me out. We delivering. take we take the QAnon people. We take the Jacobians or the Jacobins. We put them on an island. Reality TV show. <laughs> They will kill each other, but that's okay. Darwinism <laughs> is a thing. All right. This is. No, 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 Jack. You know what they're going to do is they're going to form two separate groups and then trade between each other. Ooh. And then try and implement a tariff on the trade is what's going to occur. That sounds about right. Cause they're yeah. each going to claim that their Island is the true Island and that they need to protect their own jobs. That's right. Yeah. This is absurd. Uh, I think Shapiro's made a very good point before that the, uh, Alt-right. Shapiro, Jack. Ilya Shapiro or Ben? The only one that matters. The Shapiro. Uh, Not a Shapiro. Shapiro is. I know who he is. He's a lawyer. He uh, has a bunch of good takes. I follow everyone, Rain. But uh, the greater Shapiro, Ben, 
the best, the legend himself. Very short, but cool. You just want to um, get on his show, don't you? That's why we're doing this, isn't it? This is literally like, this is, yeah, this entire podcast is a resume to get on the Shapiro show. Uh, this is, the, yeah, that's fair. But moving on from that being revealed, and it's, Ben, it's my goal. if you're listening to help me get on the Ben Shapiro show, duh. Um, anyways, he, he points out that the alt-right, the uh, white supremacist, and the socialist and radical left need each other. Because they really do. They, they agree on a lot of stuff. They just come at it from different ends. Both sides want to do stuff based on race. Both sides hate capitalism. Both sides are angry at the elite. Dude, it's hilarious. There's this hilarious video of, of, a, of a woke guy with the uh, segregationist guy, and they keep agreeing on things. You know, that's like, a satirical sketch, right? That's supposed to make a point. Satire makes points. <laughs> um, Candide made SNL, a point. it doesn't. Um, I don't think it was on SNL. oh yeah good point that was a joke but yeah it's just QAnon's and saying when you have the socialists agreeing with you rethink your life like if you make a point and satan pops up out of nowhere and goes brilliant rethink things you've messed up the alt-right's crazy QAnon crazy socialists are crazy there are no powers at work ruining you it's called the free market if you're worried about these powers at work get up and go do something and get off your parents' couch. I know that's not very socialist of you, but it will help. And in the spirit of uh, uh, Martin Luther King Day, let me just say to all the QAnon people, he was actually... Oh, that was on Monday. Yeah, it was on Monday. He's a great guy. One of my heroes. Go read his speech. He had legitimate grievances against the United States. I mean, it's one thing to oppress someone. It's another thing to oppress them while declaring that you support equality. He had every right to be mad at America, but he saw how much it was worth and how important it was. And he pursued truth and he sought to improve the nation. So maybe you should follow in his footsteps instead of just pursuing lies and trying to bring down the nation because you're pissed that your candidate sucked and got destroyed by a dude who literally was not campaigning. So yeah, that that'd be my advice to the QAnon people. And hey, uh, Rush Limbaugh, if you're listening, stop disgracing yourself. Like w- you lost, it's okay. We'll come back in four years, but you don't you don't need to lie about it. And oh, sorry, my my like third last point. I think um, Biden did not have a very large crowd. This is true. <laughs> This is very true, but you idiots, this is not a sign, as Rush Limbaugh put it, that he's unpopular. It's a sign that we're in a pandemic, and the National Guard was surrounding the place because a bunch of psychos are trying to kill all of our elites right now and our leaders. Psychos who probably listen to Rush Limbaugh. Yes, not to yes. profile. I mean, I'm sure there's also normal people who listen to him. Right? I mean, uh, growing fewer and fewer by the day. The amount of conservatives who were respectable 20 years ago who have disgraced themselves under Trump is astounding. It's um, Was it, Rush it, respectable 20 years ago? I mean, I think if Rush 20 years ago met Rush now, he would like slap him. Be like, you idiot. He would. It'd be absurd. But yeah, that's that's the inauguration. Biden did all right. All right. All right, Jack, here's the deal. It's now been roughly 36 hours since Biden has come into office. Christmas has been banned. We're all hiding underground. (laughs) No more Christmas. Happy holidays. Joe Biden has decided that like every other Catholic, he's tired of going to mass, so no one has to anymore. 
Yeah. Um, I kid, Joe Biden, I think, does regularly attend mass, actually. Now, if Biden was Puritan, he'd probably ban Christmas. Uh, (laughs) Here's the deal. Joe Biden can't get rid of um, holidays because, like, he'd lose the Catholic vote if he got rid of Mardi Gras, right? So... And our holidays come from Jesus being born, not the government. All right. But also Mardi Gras. Like, oh, I know how to say that in German now. Good yeah. for you, Jack. Um, he's been doing stuff. Uh, there's already a judicial vacancy that he can fill. Um, one of the members of the DC. And Senate why members. does he get to pick whoever he wants? They're taking senior status. Because of you idiots. Jack, Chuck Schumer is now majority leader of the U.S. Senate. Stop spreading election lies right before important elections. Just some so advice. Maybe, maybe Kelly Loeffler was a bad candidate, like I'd been saying. Or maybe don't tell your base your vote won't matter. Everything is rigged. I will be president. So who cares who controls the Senate? Just a thought. Just a thought. Great oh. take. Oh, and then veto the bill they were running ads saying they helped get passed. All right, so let's talk about Joe Biden's policy. So some of it's fine, some of it's neutral, some of it's bad, right? Fine. Rejoining the WHO. Why is this fine and like maybe good? Because institutions matter. And if he's actually going to be serious about trying to reform the WHO, then it's good. I still... When we left the WHO without any plan for a new organization, it was bad. Because international cooperation is generally good i mean season season two ream has gone off the rails i stand proudly with season one ream with the idea that america should create our own world health organization and get all the free countries going. but if we're not going to do that then we should rejoin the who and reform it but also i wish he'd say like one bad thing about china like can we point out that the who was lying on behalf of china like i don't think he's put out a single statement I mean, secretary of state that. said that we're acknowledging they did genocide so. i do like his secretary of state there's that um yeah tony blinken okay so there's that plus it doesn't he have like an entirely jewish cabinet speaking of it's not entirely jewish oh i just love that post of all the uh, alt-right people being like the jews will not replace us and then it shows all the jewish appointments it's like you lost take that um Neutral thing, rejoining the Paris Climate Accord. Why? Because it's like non-enforceable. So it really doesn't matter. But I don't like executive agreements. Treaties should be treaties and the Senate should have to join crap like that. If only Congress hadn't abdicated so much power over policy to the president and executive agreements would basically not matter. If only Congress acted like the superior branch it is. When it comes to separation of powers, Reem and I agree on everything. What a world we'd live in. What a world we'd live in. Um, so that's the neutral thing. Here's the bad thing, right? Funny how these are all foreign policy related. Bad thing. It's because you're Stop coming up with the Keystone list. Pipeline. Why is this bad? The, the jobs of refining this oil are going to exist somewhere, either in Texas or Canada. And Joe Biden has chosen Canada. Which is dumb. Not even 12 hours into his uh, term and he's cutting jobs. Nice job, Joe. Canada wanted us to have these jobs, which I don't understand, but like, okay. (laughs) Three. Not just wanted, I think contractually obliged (laughs) to. 
It's so awesome. And yet, three, I understand that the U.S. does not need more oil. The oil is not for us. You always want oil. The oil is for our European allies and some of our other allies who currently rely on OPEC and Russia for oil. Now, Jack, why would it be a bad idea to rely on OPEC and or Russia for oil? They're literally our enemies. They're literally dictators. So, yeah. Yeah. Good luck Um, fighting a war against Russia when you need their fuel. Yeah. So that's why we should like actually keep making oil. Like, yes, we should transition to natural gas and then to nuclear in the short term quickly. Mm -hmm. But also Western Europe still needs our oil. And so we should give it to them. Yeah, I think this is just the latest proof that while I'm glad Democrats care about global warming, I care about it too. I wish Republicans would care more. You have to actually not just want to solve a problem, but solve it correctly. If you correctly diagnose the disease and then give the wrong medication, the patient can end up being worse off, not not better off. Uh, the fact that they would be willing to ruin both the American economy for this, costing jobs, and hurt our allies abroad, and piss off the Canadians. I, I spent the entire last year hearing Biden talk about how Trump's ruined our relationship with allies. And once he comes in, they'll see that American leadership is back because we were doing so well leading from behind under Barack Obama and everything would go well and everything, we would just party it up. And now Justin Trudeau is literally thinking about suing us because of what he's done. Okay. It's not like a, like, I don't think it's like a real lawsuit. I think it's a WTO lawsuit and we win those pretty often. It's still like the point stands like he cut jobs during a pandemic and then and then Pete Buttigieg today when getting grilled by it by a Senator Cruz was like, yeah, they can go find jobs somewhere else. They can go propose at airports. But yeah, nice job, Biden. Glad to see that the Democrats are bad or are back and bad. Um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. So, Jack, that's what I've got. I'm sure there's some culture war thing he did that you want to talk about. So. Oh, is there? So there's a few points I would like to address. First, uh, obviously, since we have a Democrat, the Mexico City policy, I don't know if it'll be reinstated or eliminated because I can't remember if the policy affirms or doesn't affirm what I like. I want more immigration. I just want to make the immigration process easier. This has nothing to do with immigration, but okay. Um, This, uh, yeah, the Mexico City policy, he will undoubtedly make it where United States tax dollars once again fund foreign abortions. This is, uh, yeah, this is abhorrent. Uh, We should not be funding the murder of children uh, domestically or abroad. And in my opinion- I thought this was the policy where like you had to stay in Mexico- no, 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 no. He um, has said he won't deport anyone for 100 days. This is stupid. Uh, you're either subject to deportation or you're not. I don't uh, get... Deportions actually went down under the Trump administration compared to the Obama administration. What does that have to do with this? It uh, has nothing to do with this. It has nothing so, to do with this executive order, though. Like, there are people in the country... you should have favored Obama over Trump. I mean, who built the cages, Joe? Great story. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, it's still that has nothing to do with the fact that I don't like executive orders that are I'm not going to enforce the law for a hundred or a hundred days. And couple I mean, that, combine that with the fact that he did another thing saying that illegal aliens will be counted on the census, and you can tell what the end goal. Oh, that's is. actually that's actually that we we've been doing that for a while. I know, but it's very bad because they're all going to show up, and you guessed it, liberal cities and liberal areas, and what's going to happen when they get counted more liberal representatives that's Texas the goal here congressman this is purely political and uh, especially when he's considering amnesty we need to deport any illegal aliens who come in and with the millions who are already in there we have to figure something out but amnesty probably not the best idea but that's a different topic he um the other big things that i'm really you disappointed reagan about did amnesty right yes reagan okay. was great but he was not perfect all right he's not christ but um, he signed an executive order that requires schools to take federal funds to allow children to play in the sport for the gender of which they identify. So as Jeremy Boring said, within 50 years, all of the best women will be men. And I think that's pretty accurate. Now, your daughter doesn't get equality of opportunity. She gets to get whooped by the male uh, cyclist or the male MMA fighter or the male weightlifter. And if you think these examples are absurd, they've all already happened. So good job, Joe Biden, not understanding basic biology and making sure little girls don't get to succeed. Um, moving on, the two biggest uh, failings of the Biden administration thus far are first his COVID relief bill, which I'm not going to slap him for anything on COVID right now uh, in general, because like he just showed up, like nothing that's happening is his fault. But uh, worth noting that so far, basically everything he's saying he'll do is exactly what Donald Trump was saying he'll do. So yeah, that's, that's a thing. I was promised radical changes because Trump was doing such a bad job, but guess not. But the, the real issue is uh, the COVID relief bill should be just that, a COVID relief bill. COVID is something that should be able to unify the nation. We all don't want people dying. We all want to get past this pandemic. So keep the bill freaking unified. Keep it about COVID. Don't stuff it with a bunch of leftist wish list pork. And that's exactly what Biden did with the biggest one being the doubling of the minimum wage to $15 an hour. This is absurd. Minimum wage is a violation of the right to contract and the basic right to consent. It, uh, it's egregious to God's law and the law of nature. And then uh, just practically speaking, if we are going to have a minimum wage, it should be decided at the state level. There's no reason someone living in L.A. should be uh, uh, regulated by the same minimum wage as someone living in Mississippi. That's just unrealistic. And uh, study after study has proved that it, minimum wage hikes not only increase unemployment, as the CBO report said it did or said it will, but uh, disproportionately harm african-american communities so i guess under ibram x kennedy's rules joe biden is racist and then the uh main concern i have you is, you've been waiting to use that one haven't you yes i'm okay. very happy oh and i also have to mention this is the first time in american history we have a president whose vice president is on the record saying that she thinks he's racist and she believes the sexual assault allegations against him and think they disqualify him from the presidency. We have her on the record for saying that. So good job, Kamala. 
you female Frank Underwood willing to say or do anything to get as much power as you can. I'd like to congratulate Amy Klobuchar for being inauguration MC. I yes. Think that deserves. And I think all Americans should look forward to the future rivalry between uh, Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg, which will culminate in surpassing the uh, Alexander Hamilton Aaron Burr for best in American political history. I have no doubt, but uh, the biggest, the, biggest if i can do english uh concern i have is the uh just frankly racist uh critical race theory doctrine that biden and the democrats appear to be pushing he's revoked trump's executive order about not teaching critical race theory in the government which is basically right white people are the root of all evil you can judge everyone based on the group characteristics uh and if you've been disenfranchised, you should get more rights. It's uh, absolutely absurd. But then he also said that he his economic plan is going to prioritize racial justice and uh, racial equity, crap like that. This is this is racism. The Democrats can't seem to get out of the loop they've been in since the 1830s that maybe our economic policy should not be based on making sure one racial group does good or bad. All right. It's not a good idea. Not only is it immoral, like we are entitled by God for equal treatment, regardless of race. All right. That we are entitled to that as human beings. All right. The government cannot violate that. It's, it's grossly immoral. It's sinful. It's vile. But practically speaking, there is no nation that has gotten richer by these types of identity politics. There is a reason that the North thrived for so long while the South lived in abject poverty. Yeah, because they built railroads. Racist policies and, well, they also literally oppressed half their workforce. Yeah, that was also like that. Racist yeah, based on group identity always fail. So not only is Biden violating your rights guaranteed by God, but he's going to make you poor while he does it. So if you needed any reminder that the Democrats are back in power, he he is giving it to you. Things are going just as you could expect. This is absolutely disgraceful. We should be judged as individuals. Uh, Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King specifically said, uh, I wish for a day where my children could be judged not on the character of their skin, but on the basis of their character not not on the color of the skin but the content of the character i'm paraphrasing i'm not doing a direct quote it's 9 p.m and i did a ton of homework today i'm in no condition to do direct quotes but um imagine not yeah but but joe biden looks at things and he goes i don't care about meritocracy meritocracy is actually racist according to the uh national museum of african-american history I care about group identity, and based on your race, I will give you things, which uh, is very evil, and I thought we had a whole civil rights movement to prevent that from happening, but once again, I suppose the Democrats were too busy filibustering the Civil Rights Act to get that memo. Raymond, any any thoughts, any rebuttal? I'm glad you're having fun, Jack. I'm not having fun. Our government's literally saying they're going to prioritize our economic policy based on race. We haven't done that in a very long time. The last time the people with the white hoods liked it. This time, I don't think very nice groups are going to like it either. So here's, so, so, so here's my deal. Um, you know, look, I cannot wait to disagree with an administration on policy issues and not whether or not, the occupant of the Oval Office is a fundamental threat to the American system of governance. What a great four years we're going to have. Um, fast improvement. Super glad. 
Um, Reem and I have very different thoughts on if this change of presidents was an improvement. Put that not on. excited for some of the policy stuff because I plan to. Oh, you mean literally dividing Americans on the basis of race? But I think it's going to be okay. I'm also hoping that we get like more free trade because, you know. Maybe we could do that based on race. Maybe we could only trade with like black countries or white countries. Why don't we do that too? Let's let's fully commit to this doing everything based on race. We could even like separate the schools, separate the buses. We could have like some people count as different percentage in the in the uh, census. Let's let's go all out. Let's let's it totally. The census, it was for apportionment, which are different. Which was done by the census. Um, Speaking of the census, census is going to be delayed because the Supreme Court still has to figure out whether or not you can or cannot not include illegal immigrants. So, fun time. Get excited. Um, yay, census data. Too bad for state legislatures. Oh boy. Um, yeah, Jack. You know, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I think you know. Disagree with you. Whatever. Fun times had by all. Yeah. Um, Keystone XL should be happening. Why do we not like oil? So, Jack has decided to start allotting each of us five minutes at the end of the show. Jack is going to talk about the culture war during his five minutes because I don't get to choose the topic of it or have any say over the topic of it. So, Jack's going to have a lot of fun with that. I, however, also get five minutes. And in those five minutes, I'm going to talk about something. What are we going to talk about this week? Well, this week, we're going to talk about The Republican Party of Texas, my old friend. Hi, guys. Y'all are, goodness, y'all have no money. For the, for the They have like the least money they've had in 10 years. What was it, like 13 grand or something? It's like 50,000 in the bank, only 13,000 of which is from corporate donors. And that's probably like a record for corporate amounts. So here's my deal, right? I've been pretty critical of Alan West for about six months now called him resign like 50 times i think a bit critical is an under exaggeration i said pretty critical oh, i okay. said pretty critical all right all right if he had been raising a boatload of money maybe i would like say all right he's still bad but at least he's doing the job Here's the deal. They don't even have enough money to pay his salary for the next year, right? Like he gets a hundred thousand a year salary. They don't have that much in the bank right now. That's called justice. All right. So, you know, go back to, they would tell you, they would tell you they don't have any money because they left it all on the field. So to speak right during the election, which even if they did, they still had two months to then, raise money again well Reem, we had to win the fraudulent election don't you see we had stop the steel marches to run are you forgetting this <laughs> no jack i'm not forgetting them so yeah that's that's where that's where i'm at i just think that it shows that i don't know alan west maybe not the right person to keep leading the republican party of texas but also i mean you know maybe you should actually fundraise instead of just I don't know what he does on a day-to-day basis. Hang out on Twitter? He tries yeah. to make Greg Abbott unpopular because if I I know I, I'm new to this. I'm new what to if Alan West is Q. D- 
Dude. You heard it here first, listeners. You heard it here first. What if that's why he did Actually, no, we know who Q is. I believe the the URL or whatever, the code for the internet thing, has been traced to like some dude in the Philippines, I believe. That's just because he's routing it through there, Jack. That's because Q is such a military genius, right, who understands national security that he knows. If it was a U.S. IP address, they, 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 they'd come for him, right? I, lo- I love Impractical Jokers, and one of the guys on there is named Q. His life must suck right now. <laughs> but uh, um, By the way, if you want to learn more about Q, uh, Ben Sass had an excellent article at The Atlantic. I highly recommend reading it. To be clear, that was a joke and should in no way be interpreted as me saying that Alan West is Q for legal reasons. Um, only one of us was joking. <laughs> Damn it, Jack. <laughs> no, right. we're, we're both joking because Alan West is a joke. And uh, honestly, uh, just to respond to Reem real quick before I move into our five minutes of culture. The, I'm uh, timing you, by the way. The five minutes, much like Jesus's thousand year reign in Revelation, are meant to be interpreted figuratively, not literally. But... Um, for all of my post-millennial friends, or maybe it's pre-millennials who think that. I don't know. I haven't researched it much. But yeah, uh, when it comes to Alan West, I, I love the Trumpians because if you remember, like in 28, we didn't we didn't hang around John McCain because he was a loser. We didn't hang around right. Mitt Romney because he was a loser. That's we right. didn't we didn't hang out with Mia Love because she was a loser. For the party that hate, is, but that's right. Uh, she was a great representative in Utah who we should have made senator instead of Mitt Romney, but alas, I don't run things yet. King of, king, king of Utah, Mitt Romney. King of Utah. King of the Mormons. We have the King of the Mormons and the Queen of QAnon in the same Congress. What what a time. But uh, yeah, uh, it seems for the group that is so big on winning, they really suck at it. And they seem to do everything they want to do to lose. Like I remember when Trump was like, you're going to get so tired of winning. I mean, usually at least give us two victories, dude. Uh, you only you yeah, only gave just, they got tired of winning. That's why that's why. Yeah, they literally they just gave up. But um, anyone I, I saw this when I uh, tweeted my article in favor of impeachment, the amount of replies I got from people that were like, Trump's the only reason we were competitive in Georgia. Trump's the only reason we get any votes. There's no data that supports that. None. Not a zero. No, nothing. Like if you want the party to move forward and win, dump Trump, watch him drown, move on embrace principles embrace classical liberalism if i'm running things and uh go go win some elections and go get those i'm starting the five minutes now wait i finishing my point how dare you i didn't time you even though five minutes was allotted besides we're running early for once it's like it'll be like the uh, inauguration which i guess for 12 minutes was uh was harris vice president while trump was president no no they don't take office till noon we're going to just pretend for sure. It'll be a legal fiction. But yeah, moving on. Alan West is a disgrace. Dump Trumpism. Embrace classical liberalism. So we're going to move to our five minutes of culture. Every week, I'm going to bring y'all a cultural topic and explain uh, its relevancy and why conservatives need to be worried or happy about it. This week, we are continuing with big tech censorship and outright leftist hatred of us on platforms. Now, first, this was seen best with Ben Shapiro uh, appearing on Politico's Playbook. Now, uh, I covered this story a little bit last week 
week, but I have more details this week and it's so much worse. Now, props to the political editors. They completely stood up to their own employees and they were like, look, we, we gave him the job. He gets to do this one. We've had on a bipartisan crowd. We're going to continue to do that. And uh, that's what we're going to do. But the staff freaked out. There were over 220 staffers complaining about the pick, for which the Daily Wire sent them 220 leftist tear mugs. So that's pretty epic. But uh, I I did love that. But what they were saying was very, very telling. First, there were a few staffers who were on Ben's side, and they admitted to reporters who were reporting on it that they were afraid to speak out for what their co-workers might do to them. They, uh, Ben Shapiro was compared to the alt-right, who, for reference, the alt-right threatened to kill him more than anyone else in 2016. Uh, They compared him to Alex Jones and David Duke. So be very wary when the left says they want to just censor those radical fringe groups. That's all they want to censor. They think you're the radical fringe group. They don't see a difference between Alex Jones and Ben Shapiro. Furthermore, they um, straight up were telling people, unlike if you listen to Ben Shapiro's show, he tells you, go read the other side. Check out Vox. Check out Pod Save America. Go see what the left thinks. One of the reporter's chief complaints was how can he tell his family not to ever listen to Ben Shapiro if his own company is playing Ben Shapiro? The left wants to silence conservatives. They are not interested in conversation. And this has been very clear that they intend to bully everyone who does not bow down to their crazy godless religion. Uh, This was seen best after the inauguration. The Lincoln Project, which is now just a left-wing group, was trying to bully, uh, I guess it's Verbo, because they uh, were not canceling... reservations for their hotels or areas right before the inauguration as Airbnb did. So they were trying to threaten the company and say they will destroy them. And uh, where's the next one? Don Winslow is saying we need an army of citizen detectives to report our fellow citizens to the government when they misbehave and say hate speech. I, I mean, we should just pass out Mao's little red book while we're at it. That's what I think. CNN is saying that because of the recent events, we have to, and I quote, have new conversations on the absolutist interpretations of the First Amendment. So they're they're pretty much done with that get to say what you want crap. They're ready to censor those they disagree with. Uh, Jack Dorsey, I said last week this was just the beginning. It's not ending with Trump. This is not a special circumstance. They're going to censor all of us. Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, caught on video saying this... Uh, There is more to come, and the staff actions will be much bigger than this. The uh, Morning Joe was blaming Facebook and Twitter for uh, for the attack on the Capitol and saying that they should be regulated. Um... Max Boot was saying that Biden needs to re- reinvigorate the FCC to slow the lies and sedition from Fox and other right-wing broadcasters. So if you're Republican, they're going to cancel you. You don't even get to have your own TV network. And this is spreading throughout left-wing networks and throughout the left in general. I uh, We just started classes, Reem and I, or Reem's been in a little longer than me. I have my last science class this semester. You might think, what is a science class have to do with this topic. You want to know the only thing we've covered so far? Why big tech is bad and we should censor people. That's the only thing. We've watched videos on it and we've read articles on it. That's it. The left is fully buying that if you are Republican, if you are conservative, if you disagree with them anyway, if you do not worship their tenets, you cannot have a platform. You cannot speak. You are just as bad as David Duke. And surely we shouldn't give racists a platform. 
This is not American. America supports free speech. It There is always, in the pursuit of truth, which is one of the highest deals humans can aspire to, we must allow all sides to give their take and have the truth and what is the most just and noble thing to do rise to the top in the marketplace of ideas. That is what a good, righteous nation does. Tyrants censor, terrible regimes censor, and that, that's just not a way to prosperity or freedom. I, I'm very troubled by the trend I see on the left, and I fear it'll just get worse under a Biden administration. Great Ring. job, Jack. Three seconds to spare. Um, I'm going to reclaim a bit of my time from earlier and just note that like, also vaccine rollout has been like mixed. Apparently, the Trump administration didn't think to keep getting vaccines. Everyone's sucking except uh, West, West Virginia and Florida are like the only two states I'm hearing good things about. And Another Israel. Congratulations to Joe Manchin. Um, Joe Manchin is king right now. Israel's Joe Manchin, doing good, the real leader of the free world. Yeah, um, uh, guys, overregulation is harming the stuff. I think Ron DeSantis did it best. Um, he got a lot of heat for it, as he has so much, because the media hates Republicans. But uh, he was like, hey, the government sucks at things. I'm going to let the medical professionals roll this out. And I think Florida is either like this. They're, they're one of the highest vaccinated places. Then you have places like New York that are literally like if you give someone a vaccine and they don't fit 72 boxes of who can get a vaccine that day, we'll shoot your family, burn you and then torture you in the afterlife. Like, it's insane. They are actually fining companies and revoking their medical licenses for messing up that policy when we need to be vaccinating as many people as possible. And uh, DC is trying to do it based on BMI. Literally, they're trying to do vaccine rollout based on BMI. Oh, no, no, that's because, like, if you're obese, you're at higher risk of death. BMI is a bad way to figure that out. Literally, The Rock yeah. could show up and be like, give me my vaccine, and he would qualify because he's shredded, and BMI can't figure that out, uh, at least on the simple conversions. Just do it by age. Like, do it by age. We'll be fine. And for any of our listeners, I am hearing, I'm so disturbed by the amount of people I hear be like, the vaccine's just not for me. Yes, it is. The vaccine is for everyone. Unless you are like immunocompromised or some actual thing where a doctor tells you, yeah, don't take this, freaking take it. There's not a religious reason. There's not once Jesus said, don't take a vaccine. It's totally okay to take. Um, there's no health risk. Go take the vaccine. If, if you think I'm young, like I'm good. First of all, if you want to be able to get a job in this economy, you should probably get vaccinated so we can open things back up and you can go provide for your future family. And second, it's not to protect you at that point. It's so you don't get it and spread it to everyone. Get vaccinated. Stop buying into the conspiracies. This is absolutely absurd, absurd people. And, and stop encouraging people not to get the vaccine. This is also, idiotic. The sooner people get vaccines, the sooner we can you know, have big events like sporting events that are at full capacity. Bars Mostly peaceful protests. Parties can happen again. Exactly. It'll be a fun time. It's a fun thing. It'd be great. And never forget that China is the one who caused this. And I am so pissed that their economy is the only one that increased this year. We need to destroy them. Well, not sure if we could, if we should necessarily trust the numbers, but yeah. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. As always, make sure to go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at this is news pod. Jack runs the Instagram. I run the Twitter. Instagram has more content, but like, Twitter exists. So you know who to follow. Too. What basically what he's saying is if you're only gonna follow one, follow the Instagram. Um money's always always welcomed. I'll never turn down money.
me and Bernie yeah. Sanders have that in common, at least. Goodness. Yeah, uh, this is news. Yay, it's happening. See There's a lot of news this year. Like, we will Next be busy. Week, episode 40. Uh, not sure what we're talking about yet. Might be federalism. Might be our annual. The 17th Amendment is bad. Who knows? We'll see. Might be impeachment. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Going to be fun, though, so make Could sure you subscribe. Could be barbecue. Could be barbecue. <laughs> Someday. Going to be fun, though, so make sure you subscribe to the show to catch all the episodes and listen to whatever evergreen subject we're going to talk about next week. Who knows what it will be? Five-star reviews. Always welcome. Always encouraged. Honestly, commanded at this point. I mean... Commanded by Jack. Like, Um, we're going to be in charge at some point. We're going to be very powerful. You can choose to have made a friend or an enemy at that point. And if you think that I won't go back through the reviews, you you are mistaken. All right. You can can have a castle or you can be in the gulag. Okay. Choose wisely. Going to be exciting. So, yeah. Thank you as always for tuning in. Send this show to someone you think will enjoy it. And as always for This Is News, I'm Reem Mayhem. And I'm Jack Shields. And we will talk to y'all soon.